Tropical Storm Allison opened the 2001 hurricane season when it devastated southeast Texas in what had to feel like a harbinger of doom for the Atlantic hurricane season, being that it was only at letter A. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. Allison was the first storm since Tropical Storm Francis in 1998 to strike the northern Texas coastline. Yep, we had ourselves a big old Texas-sized problem that was only getting started this day in weather history. You ever hear of the brown ocean effect? Yeah, neither had I. A brown ocean effect normally happens in warm, wet, tropical, or subtropical environments like the Gulf of Mexico when there is enough heat and moisture in the ground to transfer energy up into the atmosphere. It effectively acts like a body of warm water. This convective energy transfer helps maintain clouds and sometimes leads to tropical cyclone intensification well after landfall. For this reason, Tropical Storm Allison lasted unusually long for a June storm remaining tropical or subtropical for 16 days, most of which when the storm was over land and dumping torrential rainfall. The storm developed from a tropical wave in the northern Gulf of Mexico on June 4th of 01, but then on the 5th, this day in weather history, it made landfall with the northern Texas coast, but it was only getting started. The storm dropped heavy rain along its path, peaking at over 1,000 millimeters in the Lone Star State. The worst flooding occurred in Houston, where most of Allison's damage took place. Downtown Houston was inundated with flooding, causing severe damage to hospitals and businesses. Plus, in the region, it flooded over 70,000 houses and destroyed 2,744 of them, leaving 30,000 people homeless. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. 23 people died in the state of Texas alone from this event. But there were 41 lives claimed in total when you factor in the hard-hit states of Louisiana and southeastern Pennsylvania. Along that crazy long and winding path, Allison would also cause $8.5 billion in 2001 USD in damages. The storm hit particularly hard for one George W. Bush, the 43rd president of the United States. He had previously served as the 46th governor of Texas from 1995 to 2000 when he became president. So this was effectively his home. Plus, back in 1989, Bush arranged for a group of investors to purchase the controlling interest in the Texas Rangers Major League Baseball franchise. He then served as managing general partner for five years. He actively led the team's projects and regularly attended its games, often choosing to sit in the open stands with the fans. Known as a skilled ball player himself in college and an ardent baseball fan, his state was hit with a grand slam of a storm that is still recorded as the costliest Atlantic tropical cyclone that never became a major hurricane. That's right. 
Allison was the first Atlantic tropical storm to have its name retired without ever having reached hurricane strength. Although neither the Astros or the Rangers raised a banner for Allison, it does put the unique historical named storm in the Hurricane Hall of Fame. And as we all know, that is far from the first or last time Texas and especially Houston would be devastated by a tropical storm. All right, wait for it, Hurricane Harvey historians. We'll get to it. That's for another upcoming episode of This Day in Weather History. Tomorrow is June 6th, and we are looking back on the tornado that ripped and tore up Leamington, Ontario. Winds so powerful that they uprooted or snapped in half 200-year-old trees. But that is just what we know about on the surface. There's a lot more to this, and I'll tell you all about it tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.